Welcome to Co-op Mode, round 91. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I am one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra, joined by Mark, the Canardian Caribbean. How you doing, my friend? I am great. How are you? Doing well. I'm in the, the new house. Um, Fantastic. This is my second official podcast in the house. Um, I was just talking to our guest, and I actually am all about the boxes, and I happen to have a box of comics and books next to me, and that's what we were talking about. But I'll let him speak to that. That is Mr. John Bernardo, co-host of Comics on the Spot. John, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. Happy to be here. Happy to be here with uh, fellow Canadians, both Canadians, or just one Canadian? I'm adopted i'm from minnesota so lower i'm out of here see you later (laughs) close enough minnesota counts minnesota counts i told mark i'm gonna have to get like dual citizenship because we it's very canadian lately so i'm all in canada though i love what you've done with the new place already though you know you got great you already got the speakers in the background yeah you're doing great there (laughs) no wasting no time i try to impress our guests with the background so try Mm. to mix it up but you know i have been to castle loma i have been to toronto's wonderland i have been to winnipeg I've been to Windsor, so I and I grew up watch, listening to you know watching CBC with Mister Dress Up and Don Cherry on hockey. <laughs> so I mean, it's, I'm I'm all in. It's funny that you called it Toronto Wonderland. That's cute. Is it? <laughs> oh, Canada's Wonderland. Sorry, Canada's my Wonderland. bad. Yeah, yeah you're good. That's all Excellent. right. Well, thanks, John. And you know what? We always want to get to know our guests a little bit better. And it's a theme of our show is all about licensed games. So this week on Byron Return, we have three choices. Scott Pilgrim, The Simpsons Arcade Game, and South Park Stick of Truth, the RPG. Um, Now, we had a choice for this, and so we couldn't decide, so we settled on one. But um, we could always swap out last minute if we want. But those are our choices. So, John. In the uh, essence of Blockbuster, and you had to make a choice as a kid, what would you pick? Well, first off, I don't think Simpsons Arcade Game was an option to rent at Blockbuster. If we're going to be, if we're going to be <laughs> accurate. But I will, we, we, we can still roll fast and loose with those rules. Yeah, we play yeah. fast and loose. Um, and I, I don't think Stick of Truth was up. Yeah, Scott Program was digital only, too. So I said, I'll let it Might have been there. Yeah, it might, I'll let all part, might have snuck it in there before Blackbuster okay. shuttered. All right, so by rent return, I'm going to. This is. I'm, I'm, I'm tough on the return one. I'm going to say bye to. Ah, damn. I'm going to return Simpsons Arcade Game. I, that's that that one's gonna happen it's it's not it, it does not aged as well as we remember <laughs> it's rough around the edges my toughness is between scott pilgrim and, and south park because south park has fantastic story it's hilarious it is basically you know a, the cartoon come to life not come to life but it's the cartoon in game form everything is solid about it scott program is also a very solid beat-em-up it's a long beat-em-up um mm. you know with progression too right so you get a little bit of both. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy Scott Pilgrim for the replayability, and I'm gonna rent South Park. Hmm. Good choices. Good choices, mm-hmm. Mr. Mark. 
I can't argue with those choices. I, I, I came across them for uh, slightly different reasons, but uh, I'm going to mirror John's picks and I'm going to return uh, the Simpsons arcade game. I enjoyed that one in our local arcade, but it's not something that like, until you mentioned it today, I looked up some screenshots and I was like, oh yeah, I played that for sure. Um, for the rent, I have never played South Park Stick of Truth. I was a big fan of South Park. Haven't really watched it lately. Uh, we were talking before we started recording, and I was a big fan of the South Park N64 game. That kind of humor is funny, but as anyone that's listened to this show for any amount of time knows, I'm not a huge RPG guy. Unless you have 151 plus tiny animals to force into fighting <laughs> rings. Um I'm probably not going to stick with your RPG too long. So uh, I'm going to rent South Park, get something out of the experience and enjoy that for what it is. Uh, and then I'm going to buy Scott Pilgrim because that is one of my favorite side-scrolling beat-em-ups of the last several years. It is uh, a fantastic game, a fr- fantastic franchise. I love uh, just the, the the movie. I've, I've done the, the like Scott Pilgrim on-shot tour in Toronto, like, you know, just for fun uh just driving around to like different places where they they shot that film um yeah so that's that's where i'm gonna go with that one what about you talk i gotta tell you though this the sorry if i may interrupt the south park rpg is not as rpg as you may think though it's pretty it's mm. pretty like it's I've heard that. it's it's as rpg as pokemon is in All my right. opinion so i mean if you're a south park fan that's enough to play it i right yeah it was it was one of those games that kept like getting pushed down my list i'd be like yeah yeah, i'll pick that up next time it goes on sale and then something else would go on sale and be like yeah okay i'll, I'll wait and get south park later and then it just kind of kept getting pushed down and then it was just kind of like too late i guess <laughs> kind of yeah. thing so eventually one of these days uh, i may i may revisit it uh i'm not perfect switch game mark it, it's a it's a oh yeah, right. game, I the game switch, you know and, and that's i i got it before it came to switch because it was delayed on switch quite quite honestly yeah. um the 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 last game it the, it didn't come out on the switch the the stick of truth was uh last gen before the switch came out and they ended up right. port, porting both to the switch so but it's perfect it's like 20 hour game for an rpg which is yes yeah, exactly yeah and not yeah, to mention there's a sequel anywhere. yeah Absolutely. Yes, depending <laughs> on how you say it, <laughs> which is just it's 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 hilarious because the first one is yeah. like, you know, Lord of the Rings inspired. Mm-hmm. And the second one is all about the MCU and the superheroes. Yeah. And, and they actually did TV uh, episodes based like they were tied into the, the games as well, which I thought was really great. Yeah. So. Yeah, they 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 really uh, did a great job with it. Um, and I think it was Obsidian who did the first game. So yeah, that sounds right. High end talent, you Mm. know, to make the game. So yeah, it was great. Um, So I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to also return the Simpsons arcade game. Um, I think it would be the perfect candidate to bring back by the, in the same light that we got the turtle shredders revenge, because Mm. as you can see what they did, they just expanded it and did some awesome things. And I think the Simpsons, because it's evergreen, they could just bring it back and adapt a whole new storyline, have fun with it. And it's, it's just money waiting to be made. I mean, Disney controls the Simpsons now. I think that would be perfect. Um, but yeah, does, does, does it's just, it's one of those games you could probably, I think it was on Xbox 360. Uh, you could get it in, in yeah. their arcade. 
And it was mm. a game you just play with four people, and it really didn't have uh, replayability, I guess, unless you swapped characters. So, but yeah, you you played it once, you don't really need to play it again. Um, mm-hmm. For Rent, I'm going with Scott Pilgrim. I enjoy the game, um, but I love Scott Pilgrim, like the 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 the, the comic book. I remember when that came out, and I heard about it on the Totally Rad Show, and they talked about the premise. I'm like, this book just sounds crazy. I'm gonna read it. Read it, fell in love, and then when the movie came out and it failed, I was so heartbroken because the movie was so good. I'm like, they nailed it. So, um, but the game, um, something just never clicked with me. I don't know the comet or something. I'm like, I just have never gotten past like the first level, and I'm like, I gotta go to the back. It just, it didn't get it to me. But I would turn it. Yeah, exactly. And I felt like that's yeah. part of the. I think one of the things I liked about some of the more modern beat 'em ups when they've adapted it, like um, Streets of Rage, which is very mm-hmm. much like it. Um, mm-hmm. They break it up better, so it's not like feeling mm-hmm. like it's punishing you to have to go back. So, um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it's still a quality game. So for the sure, style, it's just a bad the animation. Yeah, it's it's really good. The the the, the soundtrack, everything about it is great. Oh, just yeah. for oh, some yeah. reason, just didn't connect. But um, we talked about South Park: Stick of Truth. To me, this is to me my perfect RPG because it doesn't make you grind. You level yeah. as the story goes. It doesn't outstay its welcome. It's you're always doing something to progress forward. There are a little bit of side paths you can do, but it always feels like it's in service to get moving you forward. And twenty hours is the perfect length. That's why I don't play many RPGs is because I feel like it's outstaying its welcome or it's padding itself with just more of the yeah. same just to get yourself up to a higher level. This, I feel like it, it, it levels exactly how it needs to level and it's great. And the fact you can, uh, and the, the first game was cool because it was more of that standard uh, turn-based RPG. The second game, they completely changed it up. It was more tactical, like line mm-hmm. of sight, but it yeah. was still turn-based and, and I thought both are excellent. So that's why I would, um, that's why I would buy uh, the South Park Stick of Truth. I highly recommend that. And we sold the market in the What was that? I said, are you going to try the games now? I might. I might. I'll see. Uh, no, you know what? I'll see if they, the next time they go on sale, I might pick them up now that they're yeah. kind of like back on my radar. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's, if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. But uh, now you know, now that they're back there, I'll, I'm going to actually kind of look at the prices of them and bringing up that they're good switch games just kind of got. Oh me yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks. Of like, yeah, maybe, maybe that is something to, to sink my teeth into on switch. Yeah. They are. I, I think they're even like, they're kind of sequels to each other. Like they are linked, but yeah. I would say if you don't prefer fantasy and you prefer superheroes, go with fractured butthole. Yeah, go with with a fractured butthole if you go know. with a fractured butthole. Yeah. <laughs> I I always recommend that. Um, sorry, I've watched too much boys lately, so my mind goes elsewhere. Um, mm. But moving on, uh, we get into what we've been playing, gents. So um, speaking of what we've just been talking about, we've all played Shredder's Revenge, Eternal Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Um, how? Did, okay, so we all played it. Did we all play it on Xbox? Where did you play it? Xbox for me. Xbox and Switch. Oh wow, double dipping! But one was yep. free and one was not. Uh, <laughs> unless you don't have Game Pass, but yeah, Game Pass, day and date. I'm waiting for the physical to get the Switch copy. That's why I didn't double oh, dip. Nice. Yeah, I was so tempted to jump on that physical, the, the limited run, like the big one that came with the uh, the retro Shredder, because um, I have all four Turtles in box retro. Uh, style upstairs and uh, and I'd love that shredder but I just oh there I, we uh, go 
I could Somebody turn that off. Yeah, shredder, yeah. Mega Shredder, and all the all the variations of the turtles. Holy cowabunga! Oh, and then the Power Rangers turtles too. Power Ranger turtles right here. That's awesome. Right They're Power Ranger you turtles. Sorry, audio. Holy cowabunga! And if you're watching on right. video, you're seeing this unveiled right in front of your faces. <laughs> Absolutely, that's amazing. I don't. I put him back up, but he's gonna fall. And I actually recently. <laughs> hold on, sorry. I have to share my stuff. I recently got this at a f- flea market. Okay. Had this when I was a kid, and somebody was selling Aww, this stuffed turtle. Nice. Yeah, Aww. this is this is this is straight vintage from '87. Wow! And I actually had Michelangelo. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, oh, Mikey. All right, sorry. What were we talking about? <laughs> oh no! Just uh, we've all been playing it. So Mark double dipped uh, Xbox. I have not played much of it because once again, in the middle of move. Uh, so I've only <laughs> really played the first level, which I thought was fantastic. Um, and I don't want to take away from John since you put it on your list, but you know, by all means, it, it, does it live up to the hype? Absolutely. It uh, it's it's amazing in every way. Um, this is going to be bold. It may trump turtles in time. Ooh, That's I think big you words. Got it. Yep, it's bold, but, but you you might be accurate. Yeah, it. I mean, it really takes everything from every single turtle game, and it makes it perfect, right? I my only qualm with it was that I almost wish that there was a little bit more of a color palette between each turtle's skin, because especially mm. when you're in six players, the bandana colors are not enough. It's it's not enough. It, you want to be April, or you want to yeah, be yeah, you really, else. yeah, exactly. No, but like from the music, which I pre-ordered the vinyl already. Uh, from the music to the the look, the feel, everything. It's it's the total package. It's yeah. it's fantastic. Uh, I remember what actually when it, you know sometimes Xbox will put the games out a little bit earlier, or you go to their website, you can download it. I was up until like midnight or one o'clock, licking refresh, refresh. But once it came on at nine, I downloaded right away, and I was, I was skipping meetings and things. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. But no, it is it's it's perfect. Um, I also was going to jump for the big box edition. Um. Uh, I don't know, Mark, if you've seen it, but like if you've added it to the cart all the way through, but all the way through, you're looking at 300 plus after yeah. conversion, shipping, taxes, yeah. all that stuff. And there's a lot of cool stuff in there. But as you can see, this is getting really full. Right. So I, I I think I may not do it. Um, I think I'll still get the 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 regular not the regular one there's a second edition Mm -hmm. which come the game comes in like a vhs case with some extra stickers things like that yeah that'll be enough and then don't forget we have the cowabunga collection coming uh, at some point here that one i'm a little bit more even though the the special edition is roughly the same price it's lesser canadian and you can get it at an eb games or a gamestop um and it comes with a giant cloth poster made by kevin eastman so oh neat Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Sorry. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So have you played all of the characters? Because I know when you play through, first time you unlock Casey Jones. Obviously, mm-hmm. I haven't gotten that far. And I've only played as uh, Raphael because that's my turtle of choice. Um, yeah. But I have not. So do you feel that each each turtle and April and Splinter and Casey are different enough that makes it, you know, replayable? Yeah. Yeah. Um... 
I've played through, I don't think I've played a Splinter yet, actually, but I've played through most of them. Um, I beat the game as Raph, and then I I played a bunch with some of the other characters. I played, I helped some friends with uh, Casey, uh, but everyone does have their own thing to them, but you don't, they don't feel like you're playing completely different characters, but they feel different enough that you you have an advantage to each one. Like everyone has their own little qualities to them. Obviously, Donnie's got the stick, uh, and April's got some big swings with her camera. Uh, but everyone has their own little thing without being too different, but just different enough. I, I feel like Streets of Rage is more of a game that separates the characters more where they feel more different. Not not so much here, but that that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, I find they kind of learn from past Turtles games where like a lot of the old Turtle games like Donatello is kind of the easy mode because you get extra reach with the bow staff and that's who you pick if you really want to go through solo mode kicking some ass because no one's going to touch you. So by default, like the first character growing up playing those games, when I started playing this, like the first character I tried was was Donatello because I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I got to go Donatello, need that extra reach. And I was like, wait a second. I wonder what the balance is like. So I switched. Uh, so I've played, myself I played as like Michelangelo and uh, Leonardo as well. I haven't beaten the game yet, but, uh, and I watched, uh, you know, so my wife too, she played as, I think she played as Mikey and April too so like i've seen a few characters in action and yeah i think john you nailed it right on the head like they're they're different enough but not so much so that like one character is a little bit op and Mm -hmm. like you know another one's gonna get ignored uh which really helps the six player because everyone's got something to do everyone has their own talents but no one's gonna just be kind of sitting in a corner like oh you know i have like Raphael size that had yeah. a half an inch reach and like versus, you know, the six foot reach of a, of a bow staff. So um, I found that, yeah, they, they really like learned from, I'm not going to say the mistakes, but I'm, I think they learned from past games where the character balance might not have been as good. So yeah, I think they nailed it. Yeah. The last turtles game I believe we got was the platinum title. And I wanted to really like that game, but it wasn't Platinum's best effort, but it was a beautiful looking game. Um, And what I like about what this game did, it really upped the ante in regards to the um, movesets, like the amount of Mm -hmm. combinations and just taunting and and all the different aspects made it a lot of fun. There's a lot of collectibles. So, you know, throwing characters directly into the screen, which always loved it when it happened in the arcade. Now it's part of a strategy, which is great. So they've really outdone themselves. So I'm really excited and I'll give a shout out to Luke Lore. He had one of the developers of this game, .emu. um, And I think it's uh, Tribute Games, I think. Tribute Games was a developer, yeah. Yeah, and they, I think they were part of Streets of Rage as well, and or Dot Emu. Dot Emu, yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. published it, and uh, I can't remember who developed it, but Tribute Games did not develop that one though. I, f- I forgot who developed but I mean, that one. Though. What I heard about their passion for turtles was amazing. And, oh, you can see uh, it. Yeah, and they even talked about like the reason they don't have like. Um, costumes and different things because like we put a lot of effort in those sprites yeah. <laughs> so it was it was definitely a uh, passion project and i just think this is the right way to do this type of game um and i just really it's just 
was it's awesome. So I definitely want to play more. I'm trying to try to talk to my son to do some couch co-op. We only have two Xbox controllers though, so can't really do more than that. I think the Xbox actually supports six. PlayStation supports four. And but you can eight. you can mix online and online local, right? and couch. Yes. So if you if the two of you are playing, you could fire an invite to myself, to John, to whoever, and uh, and get some six player with two of you on couch co-op or a yeah. mix of, you know, like myself and Loren or someone or whatever. It's like you can mix it up that way and have a bunch of people join. The only, I guess, fault for me after playing another game that we'll talk about, uh, Fall Guys, um, no no cross save, no cross play, no cross progression. It's it's a bit of a pain that way. Um, there's no real advantage for playing on Xbox, yeah. other than it's it's you know included on Game Pass achievements whatever. maybe uh, achievements whatever. But um, yeah. as far as like graphically goes, like it's it's even classified as an Xbox One game. It's not even a series game. Yeah, yeah so, no, there is no next gen version or anything like that. No. So it, it, you know, it's, it's not like it's, uh, really, you know, pushing any kind of anything too hard. So it would have been nice to see a little bit of that cross play, at least if not, you know, cross save and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, that the reason I bought it on switch is because one absolutely freaking perfect with a super Nintendo controller. Uh, And I do have the eight bit dough controller that can switch to, uh, an Xbox or whatever, but, uh, two player, with two SNES controllers, freaking chef's kiss on, yeah. on Switch. It's just, it's fantastic. Yeah, uh, it does use the D-pad pretty, I think, interchangeably with the, like the A, like the, uh, uh, the regular joystick, stick, uh, yeah. joystick yeah. yeah, which Absolutely. is cool. So there, wait, there's, well, no, hear- there's no cross-play? No, only within the no same cross-play. system, the system family. So, so you can do Xbox, so Xbox and PC. And PC? Okay. Yeah, yes, you can do that. And that's eventually, I think PS4 and PS5, but I don't think that's ready yet. But not oh, across. Really? I wow. think I think I read that because they talked about crossplay, but not as as like cross platforms, like different mm-hmm. systems. No, which is a bummer. Yeah. But what yeah, can you do? For sure. Yeah, especially yeah, with, with such a, a built in uh, like built in amount of people on on Game Pass. Uh, but for anyone you know that's picking it up on on PlayStation or Switch, it'd be mm-hmm. nice to have. Like, hey, all my Game Pass buddies or whatever, right? So, um, yeah. Anyway, that's the one one say, small fault in such a perfect game. Well, we'll say about yeah, a lot know. of people asking for for DLC. You know, talking about costumes, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, if you go back to the '80s Turtles, yeah, they did have like a lot of fun gimmicky things, but the toys were more the gimmicky costumes. Like, what more costumes do you need? I don't, I don't feel like costumes is what you want at a DLC. Like, mm-hmm. that's not that's not what you want. You want more levels. I don't know if I want more costumes or like modes maybe too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah modes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There are a few toys that stick out to me or like costumes from like the movies and stuff like uh kind of undercover Raphael or, or the, yeah. I think I had like detective be- or undercover Donatello, the toy. Um, yeah. Those kind of things I think, yeah, you could kind of mess around with, but like too much further than that. Yeah. You, yeah. You, like, you know, what are you going to get? Like party hat, Raphael or something <laughs> like it's just you know like and, and I remember all those gimmicky kind of toys but I think you're right like this is kind of more of a pure experience where they mm-hmm. spent a ton of time on those sprites like you said where I don't know I just yeah if they're gonna expand on it maybe add some new levels or something like 
I, I don't, I'm happy with where they are. Like you said, I think a little bit of color variation for the turtles, like different shades of green a little bit more, but otherwise, yeah, that. this is, this is so um, great. The only thing I could see is, and this would be too difficult to pull off, would be the different versions of the turtles, like the turtles from the comics, the turtles from like the, obviously yeah. the art style would be very hard to pull off in a, in, a, in a, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Comic one would be tough because be, <laughs> you think the color variations aren't enough now. Yeah. Imagine the four turtles just in black and white. Color? No. Yeah. Just a color bandana. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like the original, oh. like no color oh. bandanas, just straight yeah, black all, and white, different yeah. weapons. Uh, I want to I want to quickly go back um, when you talked about uh, mutants in Manhattan, the platinum game, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm with you. Is that obviously I really I played that for a while until I got so frustrated with it. But my recent desire to just want to drown myself in anything turtles, I want to yeah. play it again, even though I know I'm going to regret it. I have um, a copy that I did not pay for on PC, but it's not good enough. Like I want to just get it on my Xbox and play it on Xbox. Yeah. But they've delisted it. There's a oh, shop a up shame. there. Licenses, yeah. Mm. It, it actually got delisted very quickly. Like within the year That's that it was weird. released, it got delisted. Yeah. So and, weird. And it was annoying because the gameplay was you know, solid, but the world was empty. The graphics looked amazing. There is a shop selling it up the street, still sealed. And I might go get it because I'm like, I'm just, I'm just in the groove. You know what I mean? I just, I just need it. I don't know. I, I get that. Is it, you're, you're reminding me, you, you have that same little itch looking in your eyes as when my son started watching the Skylanders cartoon. And I was like, what's available? What can I get? And I'm like searching on like Kijiji and Marketplace for like used Skylander games that I could show him and just kind of be like, hey, look, it's a video game. Eight years ago, you could have bought it all for two cents. I know. Now it's, I know. Yeah, it's like, is it Hedder, I rock it? Oh, yeah. Has the Skylanders? Yeah, because there's like this nostalgia for it now, and it's just so hard to find. Wow. And I, I wish still I have knew some. I think. Yeah, but yeah, I, well, there was there was a garage sale down the street um, a couple weeks ago, and this guy had stacks and stacks and stacks of the Skylanders games. You know, five bucks, like all in like the original boxes. But I thought With that the, was uh, portals. Yeah, the whole thing. I thought of, like Holy for every. Cow. Every classic platform, Xbox 360, Wii U, PS3 or whatever. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't think that one was I recently just sold my Lego Dimensions set for oh. like 250, 275 for and I had a decent amount of characters. Like that one surprisingly had how held value. And the mm-hmm. person that bought it just wanted an extra um, an, an extra portal. So I kept mm-hmm. the disc versions. I actually have a PS3 disc and a PS4 disc, which apparently people really want so well, ching ching i'm gonna use that yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go to the shop tomorrow i'm like hey these are worth money give me one copy of mutants in manhattan we'll call it a deal Ooh, that's a good plan i'm gonna try it. oh and i have the yeah. the limited edition green arrow lego dimensions figure that was only at convention so i'm hoping with that combination of things i can walk away with a free uh tmnt game that i'm gonna bash across the floor after it frustrates me (laughs) (laughs) or just put it in play it for like five seconds and then put it on the shelf like it looks better than it plays yeah has anyone ever beaten the damn level in the ninth in the nes game no no that that game should be on the nes on switch online so you can do save states that's that's the only way you can do that it will have it in the cow bugging collection though there'll be a rewind and save states and all that kind of stuff there you I'm go gonna need it. i'm gonna finally get past that level yeah okay sorry i've derailed you guys enough continue oh no, no that's, this fine. Is, this is good. that's, that's fine that's fine 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, we'll move on. We'll pick up the pace a little bit here. Uh, so uh, let's see. We all played that game. Um, what's next? So cut when okay. I see John. You played Cuphead. Did you play the the DLC? Is not out yet though, right? No, no. The DLC is not out yet. I actually was playing. I played it a long time ago, and then I put it down. I stopped at um, aisle three, and I've always wanted to get back into it, but I was so frustrated with it. And then my kid was really liking the show, and I just wanted to try it again. And since trying it, I've knocked out four or five levels and I'm, oh, I'm getting your groove. Really, All right. I'm really into it right now. Such a great, good, such a great game. But yeah, once you get out of it and then you step away, you yeah. lose that skill set. but it, it's a yeah. great game. But yeah, I did not get very far in it. Yeah. That's why I got to stick through it to the end right now. Mm-hmm. Now you'd be too burnt out to play the DLC or are you getting yourself hyped up for it? I'm probably going to wait only because there's so much to play and I've been burnt too many times by buying things day one. Like just, mm. uh, sales happen way too much. There's too much out there to bother buying stuff right away. So I'll probably wait a bit, uh, probably be a little bit of burnout by the time I get there anyways. Um, and there's just yeah. so much more to play. Absolutely. Delicious last course DLC. Loving mm-hmm. a good pun and love a good song. Cause that, that little intro video oh, on track chef's kiss. Oh. Yes, yeah. Yeah. use of puppets and everything. Absolutely love it. Very cool. So, Mark, uh, you yeah. and John have both been playing Fall Guys, which yeah. I played back in the day when it was on PS Plus and it was all the rage. Now it's free to play for everywhere, everybody mm-hmm. on Epic. You did right? it before. So, cool. yeah, I, I, exactly. <laughs> and I was bad at it then. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's great. I was kind of scared that this game was going to not be able to recapture some of that magic from when it first launched, it was, it was big, right? Everyone was talking about it, but it was just a PlayStation exclusive. And it was like the hot thing for a hot second. And then kind of just like, I don't know for, for my circles and stuff anyway, like kind of, you know, dropped off the, the zeitgeist or a little bit at least. Um, and they kind of pushed back on, on the, the extra versions and Epic bought the developer and blah, blah, blah. But here we are and it's kind of blowing up again. I'm seeing a lot mm-hmm. of people talk about it on Twitter. I'm seeing a lot of people playing it. Um, I'm enjoying it. I, I played it on both Xbox and Switch. Uh, this game, unlike Shredder's Revenge, 100% optimized for new hardware, 100% better on an Xbox on, on uh, switch. It is playable. Yes. Playable. It is slower. It's uh, some of your opponents will move at a, a crisp and snappy four frames per second, but it is playable. You can kind of rock through it. And, uh, and we've been, so much so that my wife and I have been playing it together with one on Xbox and another on switch. And it's been fine. It's, it's very easy to join your, uh, your Epic friends and to, to create parties, join parties, have a group chat, just like you would expect from the makers of Fortnite that make it so easy to play with your friends on a toaster or an Xbox or whatever you can would download that game on, uh, just not an iPhone. Um, it's uh it, it's it's really solid and super goofy and fun and uh i of course bought the season pass because the first thing you unlock is uh an altair skin 
So mm. my Assassin's Creed hoariness, uh, just that was an instant purchase for me. I was like, oh, something Assassin's Creed, let's go. Um, but it's been fun to work through and progress through another battle pass, just like I, I'm used to in Fortnite. So Epic has a formula. It works for them. There's a store that you can buy new outfits and all that kind of stuff, and uh, and earn and buy new new you know coins and, and whatever to to spend on your outfits and emotes. The same formula that's worked for them for years for Fortnite uh, seems to be working now, and it I'm I'm loving seeing this game kind of get that resurgence. So I, I hope it kind of keeps up with the popularity, and they keep going with entertaining season passes and. Uh, new game modes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, John, what's, what's been your experience with this one? Yesterday was my first time playing. Um, got it for the free to play. I just yesterday alone, I've reached level 17. All right. So, what does that mean? What does that mean? I, I have no context. It's just like a, like a pro like a progress. So that's like, as you okay. play, you gain experience and you, you, the level is just going through like the battle pass on what you're unlocking. Um, I don't, I didn't put any money in. I've, made that mistake more than once where I put the money in and I dropped the game. Um, yeah. Halo Infinite, Fortnite, what go on, list goes on, right? Apex Legends. Um, now I'm going to wait until I actually get somewhere. And if I make it close to the end, then mm. I'll buy it and then reap all the rewards. But yeah, it's a ton of fun. I did not expect it to be this much fun. Um, uh, what What's good on the Switch is like the light games. For example, uh, I they today... On June 27th, they had the one mode where it's just the jumping level, uh, where mm-hmm. you're just jumping over that that bar that goes around, and that's perfect for Switch, right? You, yeah, not not too demanding, but yeah, I can see the other levels being uh, a lot. But the characters are adorable. This is a game mm-hmm. that you'll want costumes because you know you want to customize your character. This is where it makes sense. Um, and I was talking about it with some friends yesterday where games like this are what I want now. At you know I'm. 35 now and playing games for so long i am tired of shooting people i'm tired of shooting humans we have enough gun violence in this world i do not want mm-hmm. to shoot people anymore i'm okay with shooting demons that's no i got no problem with that <laughs> but you know your call yeah. of duties and all that stuff like actually putting a bullet through another person it's not that's not fun anymore this there's mm-hmm. no it's nice to have a free-to-play game that's not about a battle royale and all that kind of stuff. It's just a bunch of little squishy things racing to the end. There's no violence. It's just wholesome. So it's yeah. really that, that to me, what I'm taking away the most of it. And it's what is making me like it the most and how good it feels. It's like a toddler Absolutely. battle royale, really. Cause it's like a bunch of toddlers, like very yeah, uncoordinated exactly. running around. <laughs> it's like, what, it's like watching a kid's soccer match at that age. It's like, I don't know what the hell's going on. hundred <laughs> percent just drunk toddler wipeout. Like yeah, I, want, I want John Cena and Nicole Byers to be commenting on, on my playthroughs. Like that is, here's a big thing just, and it hits you and it's like, oops, yeah. <laughs> it's, one, fun. One, it's one, dumb fun. Yeah. And one one of the last rounds levels is kind of like a, a play on it, if you will, or like cooties. It's like you you uh, one person got it. Ha- yeah. is, you like that, Mark? One person is sick or infected or whatever, and you have to basically just infect the rest of the other team, and that's it. And it's so simple. But I was just playing, and I. I care. I won that won it for the team, and you know you're chasing anybody. You're like, oh my god, they're getting after me. They're getting after me, and it's uh, it's so much fun. It's just yeah. so like wholesome is the best word for it. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's it's goofy fun. Yeah. It's just it's just mm-hmm. a larger than life. It's it's all ages. I remember when Sean's son Henry came over when I, when Fall Guys came. I'm like, you got to give this try, Henry. So he was playing it. and He was just having a blast, and I was bad at it, but I was still having a blast. So it's really no skill required. And it's that's just it. fun because every level feels like it's like Squid Game with toddlers, and that's really the best way. <laughs> I like you went Squid Game instead of Wipeout. Yeah. That just shows uh, where you're at mentally. I think Todd. I have a sixteen-year-old. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and that that to your point, it is so easy to pick up that the first time my wife picked it up, she was like, "Is there a?" a explanation i was like no no, think of it like mario party like Mm -hmm. it explains the game right before you go if you can press forward on the control stick and the jump button like you're solid like there is the ledge grabs that you have to and the jump's not great (laughs) no but you're so uncoordinated like it doesn't matter and it's it's it is it's so just wholesome and and perfect and just innocent and goofy it's uh it's it's there's no gear there's nothing like i have an advantage over you it's just i look dumber than you or i've got a cooler costume than you the stuff that you want to put on your character almost gives you a disadvantage because you're wearing like a freaking dinosaur head and your field of views all screwed up but you're like trapped through the door i can't get through whatever yeah i want to look stupid and i want like it's just it's so great i love it it will be my detriment to look stupid but that's okay Style over substance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, very, very good. Yeah. Fall guys is now on everything free to play. Set it up. You're, you're, it's all through an Epic account now. So everything just goes where you go, which is great. Um, and Mm -hmm. they know how to do this. They've rocket league. Uh, uh, they have uh, Fortnite, and now this, so they are swimming in the cash. So very, very good. Um, so we go from there to the next game. Let's see. I'll do a game. The terror of hemosaurus this is an xbox game fest demo that's currently out now um early access on pc i believe but it's not for sale yet lauren lemke who made uh super blood hockey this is his follow-up which makes sense you make a hockey game that's bloody and violent then you make a godzilla rampage simulator and all i can tell you is this game is phenomenal it's the best godzilla sim you ever would ever want it's all about goofy humor um essentially global warming happens and this dinosaur that was in uh, uh iceberg you know it basically plays on it because you've got a diehard basically Fantastic. saying oh global warming won't hurt anybody well this iceberg washes up on this this uh beach and found by a death cult that essentially wants agree. people who are killing the earth to die and they think the best way to bring that about is with this godzilla type creature so you essentially then go through a tutorial where they're telling you how to kill people and how to like rack up the most violence but it's so humorous and so goofy and it's like rampage but actually good so like you're it's fun it's it's you've got a lot of move mechanics like you can pick up people you can throw people you can kick people to bring down helicopters guess what you do you throw them into the blades and then they drop down the buildings have cool physics where as you go up them and knock them down, they go over and just the particle effects and the destruction is amazing. You kick cars into buildings and you eat humans to survive and the cops will shoot you. You eat them or you throw them and you have goals of getting a certain amount of percentage of the, of the buildings destroyed or a certain amount of humans. And the demo is fantastic. It gives you, a lot to play and i eventually died because i got a little overzealous i was too focused on the the the, the 
terrorizing versus the survival part where I actually was getting beat up pretty bad, but it's, it's phenomenal. I think you can still get the demo on Xbox. It is a hoot. The sense of humor, the self-deprecation, the, the imagery, it's that pixely art, but it really works well. And it's just fun to play. Awesome. Yeah. This... Gotta look into that. that. Sounds like a blast. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Super Blood Hockey is such a great game. So such a good game. Anything, anything from that developer is going to be like thumbs up for me. I love it. And it will play well on anything. It doesn't require mm-hmm. high-end hardware. So I assume this will come to Switch just like Super Blood Hockey did. It'll do great there. And it's probably going to be 20 bucks. So well worth playing. Um, so f- from there, Mario Strikers, which I have in the, uh, the mail from Gamefly. Hopefully it comes to my right house because I ordered something <laughs> on eBay and realized I had the wrong address. And apparently the new oh, owner sure. decided that he didn't want to get it to me or I'm too scared to go over because... You know, uh, we'll see. But um, Mario Strikers, I've been, I played the little demo where it was offline, but I didn't play anything more than that. Um, John, how is it? Um, it's it's great. Um, I know that doesn't sound like great the way I said that, but it is a lot of fun. The gameplay core is strong enough that, you know, people are complaining, oh, there's not enough content and there's no solo mode. I'm like, what What, what solo mode do you need at a soccer game? People mm-hmm. wanted a story or a campaign, but w- what are you going to do, a season? They have that. They have cup battles, right? You you do the cups, just like in Mario Kart 8 where you, you have cups. Mind you, those are different cor- courses, but Mario Kart 8 doesn't have a campaign of any kind. Again, I know the courses are different, but that's a racing game. This is a soccer game. The point is to play soccer. I sound like I'm being a little strict, but you know, when we got a campaign in Mario Tennis, that was kind of weird and it didn't really work out. A lot of people were complaining about Mario Golf. I didn't play that one, but people were complaining about that. So they stuck to what works and the online works. They have um, club games where, you know, you start your own club and you go, you have seasons and you, you rank up, but it is, it is bare bones in the sense that yes, there only is soccer to play. There's no other versions of it no other gimmicks to it but for what the game is it's solid um my daughter loves playing it so we've been playing a lot together uh i've played with some friends online online it gets frustrating but that's mainly because you realize that there's people around the world that are just really good at games or just have no life and they just spend all their time with it um but overall i I would say it's a lot of fun um as long as you're as long as you're into it it's it's a lot of fun to play and um yeah, I, I'm still enjoying my time with it. I just got to, it's more frustrating to me sometimes to play that than it is to play Cuphead, though. <laughs> wow. If that, if that helps. Wow. Yeah. Do they have the Mario Kart effect where it turns around and they can, like, you know, blue shell your equivalent? Not, well, it, yes and no. It, it has that. But, like, the good thing is that you can come back from anything, right? Like, I've come back from, uh, to the point where I'm like, I'm, I'm done. Um, but you can come back to anything. They have something called hyper strikes, which if you pull off, um, they do this, like this big super move and it counts as two goals. So you pull one of those off and you're back in it. Um, and there, when you have certain items and certain power-ups, you're not unstoppable. You still can be stopped. It's just all about how you strategize it. So I wouldn't say it's like that. You, the tide can turn like that, but it's, it's not that bad. It's, it's more about you figuring out the best way to how to use your items, when to use your items. Um, and the good thing is, is that there's a limited amount of gear. So you, you get coins as you play through the game uh, and you can buy gear for your different characters. And 
the gear will you know give you better strength but weakening your passing or better speed but weaken your shooting so you do you work on your head your your chest your your gloves and your feet and between those you balance them out to make your characters better in what you feel like needs to be better right so if you know if you have mm-hmm. a really high technique bar then you can pull off amazing moves in the sense that you know i can i can shoot the ball from right right in front of the net and it'll curve around them so that they won't even see it coming so there there are there is more strategy to it than just playing like having the right team is a huge 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 difference you can't just go yeah i'll be mario luigi toad and bowser and then you're set no you have you got to play to your strengths and uh, play appropriately are there mini games i know that used to be part of like okay so like mario tennis would have like the the games where you have to hit the targets and things like that okay so yeah that's what i'm saying like it's yeah i think people wanted more of that and as from someone that that had mario tennis and i got frustrated with it really fast i feel like i don't know like maybe it's not necessary maybe some people didn't like maybe some people did but this it has a soccer it does it right and I don't feel like it needs to be more than that. I'm interested to see yeah. what more would be, but I don't. I think I think Nintendo has a problem, and and I mean it's not just a Nintendo problem. I think there, there's a problem with the the value proposition when you mm-hmm. get to games like that. That it's people don't look at the quality of things. It's like uh, tennis had this many modes, yeah, and Strikers has one, but they're the same price. Well, why am I getting five modes versus one mode for the same price? Or you look at something like MLB The Show or other sports games that are like, they have a full create a character and a full season and story mode and voice acted, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, why is that the same price as Strikers? And it's like, Mm -hmm. well, you can't really compare, like it's, it's not always an apples to apples comparison, even within, you know, Nintendo franchises. So it's, um, it's tough and it, there's no like easy answer to be like, yeah, Mario strikers is, you know, bare bones, but it's still $80 or whatever. Right. So it's, it's, um, it is a tough one, but there's something to be said about that, that focus of, you know, if, if the gameplay, like comparing it to Mario Kart, like, kind of solid right like yeah it's it's with the exception of the courses like uh that'll that'll right. be the argument people make it's like well you know you have 24 courses i know but you're also mm-hmm. like in mario kart yes if you raced around the same track over and over again that would be boring but mm-hmm. in when you're playing soccer so many different things can happen right you don't even though it's always the same field it's never the same game you know what i mean like you right. can't you can't memorize the track or, or or the field to to know where to play. So it's it's always going to be a different match for you. And and even when you do the cup battles uh, and you get all your trophies, then you move to the galactic mode, which is the same cups but much 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 harder. Um, mm. And that has prepared me for some of the online people. But I am struggling on the cup battles, and it's. I can't just play, you know, when you're playing soccer, you always change your player and chase the ball, right? You can't do that. You have to play more strategically. So like Hmm. it's for me, it's not that there needs to be more modes. There's, I feel like there's, again, uh, there's enough here. I don't know what more people want. And yeah, it is another thing with hours. So I used to be like that. Well, how many hours is this game is how many hours am I going to get out of this game? No, now it's just like, that's too many hours. I'll pay you more. (laughs) Give me less hours. 
Like I feel the same way now. It's it's uh, you said something earlier about like you know your your age and what you've got going on, and I'm the same way now. It's like, okay, can I sit down and have a cinematic type experience that's over in five hours so I can just get the story mode? And we've talked about that before. Of like, yeah, if if I want to play a game for a story, I'm turning it on story mode, easy mm-hmm. mode, walking through, like just you know, let me see what's going on in this story that's gripped me because I have this many hours to play and it's limited so yeah i blame I, I game pass too. i blame game pass yeah. game pass has yeah. caused a lot of trouble like a yeah. lot of games you'll, you'll buy all these games and then you're like ooh, shiny game pass games and then you download yeah. them all <laughs> and or, then yeah play it try it oh didn't hook me go to the next one right yeah right yeah, That's yeah. i'm wondering on the i'm wondering on the strikers though maybe the problem is with switch players to a large extent a lot of them like solo experiences and that might be a challenge. So like a Nintendo Switch Lite, um, you're probably playing it solo. You might not be connected to the internet. You want to play it on a road trip. And it's like, I want a story. I want something to take me through. So I think that might be the connect where um, even like NBA 2K, uh, the uh, other sports games, mm-hmm. they have robust, robust. Yeah. I mean, like we're talking about like millions of hours of content for single playing. And yeah. Nintendo is like, they give you enough often and sometimes comparative to other sports games, mm-hmm. it feels lacking to a lot of extent well, because they also have the, like the dynasty modes and special moments like in NBA and in the, uh, the one sports games, they have all the special moments through time. You can play as Babe Ruth hitting this home run. I mean, that's a fantastic experience. And with this, it feels like it plays well, but mm-hmm. it's pretty, it's pretty limited experience from a solo yeah. perspective. So I think I can understand why people would be saying, yeah, I only want to play it solo. This is pretty limited. I don't have a big group of friends to play with. Like I'm a dad. I can't play with friends online. So this is all I'm getting. It feels like a $20 mode potentially if you're not going to play yeah. it online. It's the, it's also the Nintendo tax, right? Like any, yeah. you know, no Nintendo game is like you get, you're getting what you pay, you pay for. Um, yeah. And to, to like some of the other things, like for example, just another soccer game on switch, you know, the FIFA series, which has always has gotten, the, the the rough end of the stick on switch but really you have a se- you have a season mode right what's a season mode season is a bunch of games and then you win yep. what's the difference between a cup battle <laughs> i play i play five games and i won a cup right yeah. so uh yeah. when i compare it to soccer it's it, it's no it's no difference i don't need like uh i don't need anything more but yeah i get it from that point and even from a single player perspective it's gonna get old eventually but i feel like that's most sports games yeah yeah, absolutely Definitely. yeah well, I, I mentioned just last time we recorded that i was picking up uh, a season from super mega baseball that i started like three or mm-hmm. four years ago that i never finished because it was taking way too long so i i kind of appreciate a game that's just kind of whittled down to its core essence and uh, and focused so um this might be one i did enjoy the demo of this so this is another one that was like it came out and i was like ah maybe not right now but you're you're kind of convincing me to get it, which is which is kind of good. Where are you located in the old Canada? Nova Scotia. I don't know if they I don't know if they rent games at your local library, but you could always try that because that's where they you do. Can, they you, do. You can try that, and then you could just try it out that way. Yeah, trip, might, a trip uh, for Finn to the library. Go get a game. Absolutely. Yeah. I see yeah. the Logan and our libraries have stopped tracking games since the Wii era. I think might still be able to get Wii games for my library, but that's where they stopped. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I have it coming from GameFly, so I'll give it a try. But I'm not one person to play in multiplayer, so I will probably be glad I'm getting it from GameFly. Try it out, mm-hmm. have a little bit of fun with it. 
and and turn, return it, which is which is cool with me. Um, you can even but, play through uh, the cup battles and then be done with it. If yeah. I'm even that good, I suck at sports games, so even you'll if, be even fine the at the, the then, regular mode. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I hopefully it's super easy and I feel really good about myself. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I played a game that is very much story mode, Mark, um, and that's the Quarry. This is by Supermassive Games. It they've made essentially this is their fifth game because they made uh, Until Dawn. They've made three games of the Man of Madon series mm-hmm. or the the Midnight Pictures series, and this is a game that just came out of nowhere called the Quarry, where it's that mode. It's essentially a teen horror flick. They're at camp. And something is going on. Decisions matter. And they have got a lot of talent from Hollywood. They've got Ted Raimi, uh, which would be uh, Sam Raimi's brother, who's been a lot of things. Uh, hmm. Ooh, um, blanking on his name. The alien from the the, the android from Alien. Um, can't remember his name. Lance Hendricks, and then also Justice Smith from the Pokemon movie. So. Oh. Um, <laughs> And they're very good acted and it's very fun. And you, it's got limited interaction. Like you'll be in a quick time event where you don't want to hit a, like a limb that's hanging on because you're getting chased. So they will be very quickly. They smartly change from button prompts to directional position, just down. That makes so much more sense, especially if you're a new gamer, you know, why would I look to like, Oh, I have to look at my pad. Oh, did I hit the right one? This is much much more sense. Exactly. And I screwed up on Until Dawn because I was playing remote play on the PSP for my PS4 back in the day. And it was like, oh, I screwed up and died ultimately. And this game does have a scenario where there's consequences. Not everybody survives. And uh, it's but it's a lot of fun. It's if you like schlocky slasher horror films that are just fun to play, getting to a lot to play as a lot of different characters. There's a mystery. Um, it's a lot of fun. And I think it's a perfect game. If you just want to play with someone on the couch next to you and you say, do you want to make the decision or do you want to take the controller? And there's an online mode coming actually where you can play up with like eight to eight people. And then you have like, I think they said there's like uh, over 120 different endings or depending on the decisions you make. So Ryan Turfer on uh, the Xbox drive played it and he played it eight times. I'm like, what? Wow. (laughs) What a so, cast yeah. list too. I'm just looking that up. Uh, Ariel Winter from, from Modern Family. Uh, I've got Brenda Song. Uh, she's she's always delightful. Uh, like you said, uh, Justice Smith, David Arquette, uh, yeah. Ethan Soupley, who's who's always awesome. Michael Shannon. Um, yeah, holy crap, man. What what a what a um, I'm sure I'm missing people there, but uh, just just running through quickly. But uh, wow, yeah, that's that's really impressive. Yeah, I got it on Xbox from Gamefly. I'm playing it, really having a great time, and I will definitely beat this game. I uh, wish it was coming out for Halloween, but you know what? They don't always time the Halloween spooky games with this Halloween time, but if you're looking for that experience, um, mm. I really highly recommend this game. I think you'll be really happy with the experience. Sweet. All right, gents, did we miss anything, or are we ready to move on to the news? Yeah. It's all Rock up all right. Well, the news this week is very just one story. It's been like the doldrums with news because of all the gaming <laughs> events. But we do have someone who's doing their own thing. That's Nintendo. We are getting a Nintendo Direct Mini. And we did have one Direct, uh, I believe it was last week, with the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 that mm-hmm. uh, went over like a resounding fart for people who are not a <laughs> fan of Xenoblade chronicles which i am not and mark i don't think yeah. you are and 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 you know at, didn't at this even point, watch the direct i didn't either i assumed it was a lot of information telling me things i could probably care less about but for those who are like rpgs in the series it's and it, there 
I said on, on, I think I said on Twitter, like, I'm not, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but like, this wasn't what I wanted right now. And like, I know that sounds so privileged. Like, this isn't what I wanted. So like, cool. If you're excited about Xenoblade, but like every other developer is, you know, like showing off what they're doing really. And this is kind of the time to do it. Nintendo again, walking, not even marching, just kind of walking to the beat of their weird little Wii music drummer. Uh, so they're going to, you know, Nintendo's going to do what Nintendo's going to do. So here we go. We got another, this is, this is the, the partner showcase, Nintendo direct mini happening. Uh, so by the time people listen to this episode, it will have already happened. But since we're recording on June 27th and it happens tomorrow morning, June 28th, this is going to be our best guesses. And you can listen and just kind of laugh at how wrong we are except for when I say this is definitely going to feature Mario plus Rabbids sparks of hope. That is pretty much a guarantee mm. at this point. There's been some leaks cause it's a Mario Rabbids game. So it's kind of leak and uh, that's going to happen. But what, what else do you guys expect? Want think we're going to see tomorrow? There's been oh, rumors sorry. of um, golden eye dropping tomorrow. Oh man. Mm. That would be a good pick because it's a partner game. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, uh, well, there is a rumor that something is going to shadow drop. That that their one more thing is going to be a shadow drop of something. So I am very curious if that is going to be. I hope that's Goldeneye because I want to play that right that away. Would be, that would be appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> I hope those marketing. are the same rumor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough because Goldeneye has a very unique spot in the world, and yeah. I don't know how it's gonna. Like we've already had the remake that was it was it was uh, the the game was remade yeah. with like a modern sensibility and it, but they used Craig, right? Craig. Yeah. yeah. And it was pretty much modern. So like, are they just going to take the original and try to you know make that work? That way, I, like it's, it's not. I so, I don't know. I'm not super uh, excited for that because I'm worried on how it will go. <laughs> Funny enough, watch it's just the N64 version for Switch Online. <laughs> oh, that would make sense that first. That. that would be yeah, your first, you know, the first hit right there. That would make sense, yeah. and then do the game later on. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's you know what I I didn't mention it, but I have been playing Pokemon Snap. N64 with the N64 controller on, on nice. Switch Online. It's solid, man. It's it's better than I remember it. It's funny because um, I, I got this, the new Pokemon Snap because I thought my kid would like it and she hasn't even touched it. But I, I don't understand... I don't know. I feel like I can't go back to Snap. It's just like it was something when you were younger. I don't know if it still holds now. I, I think it, it... For me, anyway, it, it holds. And I didn't like it when it first came out. Like, I... It, it was just not for me at all and i played the new one loved it and uh and then played this one um and it, it's very much I, i'm enjoying it way more than i did when i was a kid so uh mm-hmm. we'll see um todd anything else that you're expecting tomorrow that's a hard one because to the constraints it's in and nintendo always lies so they always say oh it's only going to be this <laughs> but then mm-hmm. they do the thing they they launch something so it's always why you watch nintendo showcase because they have pretty much mapped out their uh back half and it's a pretty strong back half i mean we've got mm-hmm. splatoon 3 after xenoblade chronicles we've got then uh the two pokemon games uh we've got live alive which they showcased um at their uh indie 
uh, show one of the directs, I think it was there. And then, uh, but that's about it. I mean, but mm-hmm. there's enough for everybody there, but I mean, wow. I, I, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, I think you guys make great points about Goldeneye. Um, is there anything that could, I mean, I would love it if it's like a Bayonetta three, because that is not mm-hmm. developed by Nintendo. It's published by mm-hmm. Nintendo. Right. And I think they, that could yeah, be a great game. That's but what's sitting on the game. back for a while now, too. Yeah, I just don't think it's a game that's like a big holly, holiday game for them. Mm. So, I, I mean, may, yeah. I mean, I think they've talked about there's all, there was going to be a Zelda game every year. And that potentially could be the one shadow drop, one more thing, maybe. Or at least they call it out mm-hmm. and they have a direct for it. Is that Zelda HD collection we've, we've been hearing about. Yeah. I, think, I think there's going to be a bigger direct that we'll hear about Zelda. We'll hear about the Metroid prime remake. That's been the rumors have been recirculating today. I, I think for this, we're going to see stuff like dragon quest treasure uh, mm-hmm. or treasures. Um, that was, they said they were going to talk more about that in June. We're getting close, <laughs> you know, like you're kind of running out of time. This makes sense for when they're going to drop that. Um, I think this is going to be a lot of like Japanese stuff. Um, I, I could imagine seeing some um, like Persona, maybe that kind of, you know, like the, yeah. those kind of games that like. That's true because it was already announced for Xbox. Yeah. 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 So I can, I can see that. I could see uh, there are some like wacky rumors about like Red Dead Redemption 2. So there might be mm-hmm. this, streaming? this might be one what? of those partner no. like streaming yeah. things. Like we're going to see yeah. Assassin's Creed, Red Dead. Like there's going to be a streaming section of this, whether you like it or not. Like I think this is. I don't is, like it. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I did hear Nero Domino. That's, that's how you get it. it. Yeah. That's how you uh, get it. You know what? If you, you know have what? a switch, then cool. It's, it's, it's a neat option for you. I, I will. I agree with you because right before before I had to decide between getting a Switch or PS5 or PS4, or whatever I was at that time, I remember thinking, you know what, I'm only going to be able to get a Switch, and I was lucky that I was able to get a Switch, Xbox, and PS4, and now I have PS4. Like I was lucky enough to fall into opportunities that allowed me to get those for dirt cheap, right? But before yeah. it was a choice between I had a Wii U, and I was like, okay, do I get a PS4 or do I get a, a Switch? And, um, yeah, if you only have a switch, then while the cloud options aren't ideal, it's, it's a way for those people to play those games. Yeah. I think they, one other kind of easy call, I think they could go back and, and look at stuff like fall guys and just say like fall guys just launched on switch. Make sure you pick it up and play it today. Here's here's if you get it on Nintendo, here is Nintendo costumes, right? Because, uh, is it, it might even be tomorrow or at least it's, it's by the end of the month that's when the halo costumes are dropping in fall guys. So an Nintendo yeah, an event. would make a ton of sense. Um, uh, that actually, it might be the 30th. I think that that's dropped. Yeah. The there is, yeah, there's anyway, an event that's happening with that. So, I mean, yeah. if they're going to do a halo event, I'm sure they'll do a Sony event. I'm sure they'll do an, like they're going to do an event for every platform. Like, yeah. and you can buy a Kratos cost. I think you can buy a Kratos costume. Oh, there's tons on, of Nintendo or Sony right? costumes already. Yeah. Sony costume. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think those are the like fairly easy predictions. I don't, I don't know if this is when they're going to drop crazy shit or if that's going to be like another couple of weeks. You know, they that's do the indies, they us, do the partners, right? 
and then they do their own in in sometime in July. Yeah, That's kind maybe of my, tease something my like, oh, stay tuned for our next direct, and we'll show you something. Um, I did think about this. Um, Hollow Knight kind of got shown off at the Xbox showcase. Maybe mm-hmm. this is where it gets a release date. Maybe yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. if it's yeah. if it's close enough in. And then the other thing I was thinking about was Sports Story, the sequel to Golf Story. Oh shit, has yeah. been off everyone's radar, and maybe that gets announced as well. But I mean, I don't know. It's really we could see some crazy stuff. 25 minutes is a long time, but we could have mm-hmm. like one game. They'd be like, we're going to show you 10 minutes of dragon oh, quest I treasure. <laughs> I hate when they do that. Which like, Mark and now, let's show you, let's show yeah. you 20 minutes of this. No, don't do that. And it's always a super slow RPG. That's probably fun when you play it, but it's like watching someone click through menus. is just like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Yeah. Just show me a few snippets and move on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Highlight reel, more information yeah. coming to our Twitter and yeah. you can yeah. check it out then. Yeah. 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 Well, very, very cool. I mean, this is going to be fun. It's over. By the time you listen to us, it will be over. You'll, you'll tell us if we're wrong or right, but you know, That's it. I, love, I love when we do this, that kind of stuff. Cause it's so quick. It's like, here's your predictions. Here's the show. Here's when we drop the show and everyone can laugh at us exactly. or yeah. say that we're so brilliant. right. We were so right. Everything we just, we just embrace right. it. Yeah. We were yep. so good. Uh, but yep. we're going to move on from the news to the bonus round because we talked about licensed games um, in two segments. And I just want to talk about a little bit about the fact that we have largely been blessed with quality mm. licensed games. This is not as it's always been. If you live through the NES era, the Commodore 64 era, like I did the Atari uh, 2600 era with E.T., one of the most notorious licensed games, you ultimately knew if you were getting one of those games, largely it was going to be a cash grab, uh, getting moms to buy a, a, a game for their kids or a dad or a grandma. And it was largely the game you had to play for like the next six months and, or until your next holiday. And that was it. But we always had highlights in licensed games where someone said, you know what, this might be a license, but I'm going to make the best game I can make it. So um, from there, I mean, um, we had various quality of games, different licenses coming in. Uh, We talked about the Turtles already, but, you know, we've Mm -hmm. had superheroes, different movie franchises, um, different cartoons and things like that. And then it seemed like we made a turn around the 360 era PS3 um, where we got really some really standout games. One that I love that was on the Wii was Batman, the brave and the bold. If you not get a chance to play that game, mm-hmm. it only came to Wii and it was phenomenal. A great superhero uh, beat him up with co-op play. I absolutely loved it, but there were very few good superhero games. Batman Arkham Asylum. We had those. We had um, the decent bat uh, Spider-Man PS1 game. And then we had some good Spider-Man games. And then we finally got the Spider-Man games on uh, PS4. So um, in regards to that, are they stand out? Like, would you say like licensed games or or memories of licensed games, good or bad, that really stand out in your memories? It's funny you mentioned that because a while back, um, I started a list of of this exact question and I called it movie tie-in games that don't suck. Uh, and <laughs> we I only, picked the right guest today. Yes. And I, I only got to eight games. I know there are more, and I'm sure we'll find them together. But I'll tell you the eight games in no particular order whatsoever. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Hell yeah. Spider-Man yes. 2. 
Yep. Goldeneye, we've talked about. Yep. Ghostbusters, the video game. Ooh, the rematch. Can't one. wait. To or play. the Commodore 64. <laughs> <laughs> that was wait, not good. Uh, I can't oh, wait to play the new one on uh, on Oculus, man. Holy yeah, crap, me too. Man. Me too. Ghostbusters. This one, Which this one, bad. An update. My Oculus has been has been found in my storage unit. I've got it. I can play Oculus again. Yeah. Oh, we should all Let's Oculus up in the world. Yeah, Let's do yeah. it. Oh, oh, you, you, oh, we should all be friend ourselves up on Oculus. Play something online. Honestly, for the longest, Plus, yes, for uh, I haven't played in so long. It's been collecting dust. I bought it and I played it hardcore for like a month or two, and then it's just sitting in a box now, unfortunately. But I know, I know, its time will come because it's a great party thing. Um, but my friend and I, we got hooked on the casino stuff and we played a week straight where we would just hang out in VR mm-hmm. at the casino, just hanging out with other people. It was so weird because mm-hmm. people would pull out all these items and stuff. Movie tie-ins. Anyways, um, <laughs> this one, <laughs> Thank you. poorly poorly reviewed. Don't worry, I know how it goes. <laughs> poorly reviewed, but Die Hard Trilogy. Have you guys ever played the Die Hard Trilogy on PS1? Yes, yes. Ryan Turford just reviewed that on his podcast. I played Die Hard, the arcade game, which was so weird and wacky. You could hit people with a shovel. had nothing to do with the Die Hard game. But the trilogy, yeah, it was a weird game on PS1. Yeah, and they had, as far as I remember, they had different levels for different movies. Like when you played Die Hard with a Vengeance, you were doing taxi missions uh, and things like that, right? I don't have strong memories, but strong enough. Um, and I'm going to go even further back. Two very strong licensed games, SNES Genesis, Aladdin and The Lion King. Yes. Good picks. Hell yes. Yeah. I know yes. there's more, but th- that's all I got on my list right now. Uh, DuckTales needs to be added on there. Woo-hoo. Remaster was NES. pretty good too. Remaster was good. NES, I love that game. Um Man, what a list. What a solid list. Uh, I will give a throw out or a shout out. Throw out <laughs> the hell. Uh, it's late. Uh, I will give a shout out to the Chronicles of Riddick game for the yeah. Xbox. Escape uh, from Butcher and Bay. And I think, again, we, we mentioned something. It was when the Xbox showcase, whether that was the last episode or the one before that, we mentioned. I, I mentioned something about uh, Vin Diesel having a strong connection to Xbox. And uh, and yeah, he, he had some some good stuff. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to blank. I, you know what? I I loved some of the superhero games for like DS. Mm-hmm. Like they were okay, like side scroller beat 'em up kind of like Super yeah. Nintendo era kind of stuff. Like there was um, oh Ultimate Spider Man. The the Thor tie in oh. was like kind of mm-hmm. solid. The Captain America. Way like, forward did a couple of those games, it, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really good stuff. And like the, the console launches or the console games would be like those rushed tie-ins that you kind of expect yeah. to be kind of like pooped out, but like way forward would kind of come in and nail the handheld version and everyone ignored it. I still have like a few of those like upstairs, just kind of like in the collection that like, they're still solid, just simple, but solid side scroller beat em ups. And Game Boy uh, Advance got, got a lot of those. Hell yeah, yeah. I feel. Yeah. 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 Treasure, I think, um, did some of those. I mean, oh, you get Treasure some was, good developers yeah. that are developing. Platinum does the same thing. They will develop yeah. licensed games, some good, some bad. Which I, I was mentioned the Transformers uh, game that Platinum did. Uh, is oh, it for the 360? Size? Yes. Uh, oh, well, no, they well they had the, the War for Cybertron games. War for Cybertron, yes. Right. Those were fantastic. Yeah. But then Platinum mm-hmm. made essentially a G1 Transformers oh, game. I know what you're talking about. Cell shading, 
looked yeah. beautiful, and it was a wonderful game. I absolutely loved it. That's why I was so excited for the Turtles game. But yeah, Transformers got uh, luckily got Transformers has done better in video games than the movies, thankfully. Yeah. I think you guys are both forgetting probably the most important one. Yes, on here, and that's uh, that's cool spot. Cool spot, Mark. What about avoid annoyed? Yeah. I'm I'm torn when it comes to license. When when it comes to license, you you Google license games and you're getting anything that's based off of alliances. But I more I like to focus on the ones that are directly that come out with something like like well like the yeah. movies. You know when it comes out with something because those ones are supposed to be bad because they're always right. <laughs> right. But like yes. it's a surprise. But like the first when one, unless, good. X, yeah, exactly. X Men Origins that was like God of War level good. That game was insane. Absolutely. Yep. You know what it's I mean? A shame that that, that Raven was the one software deconstruction, right? Like you yeah, could be you could, swinging you could, around and just be a skeleton, skeleton and yeah. slowly grow back. That was such a great game. Yeah. Yeah. Raven yeah. Software made that game, game essentially, and, and Raven Software essentially is now just a Call of Duty support studio, which is just oh, so God. sad because they were such a talented studio. I yeah. will call out one that you might not have played, but Captain America on the 360 is phenomenal. It yeah. is a really good game. It's based on the movie, but the combat does feel like a Arkham Asylum game where it's like that rhythm combat. You throw your shield, you go in, boom, 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 boom. And Chris Evans does the voice acting. It is a really good game. Just hard to find because it's available mm-hmm. nowhere. But I have a 360 just for that purpose. I, I think I mentioned it on the show before, but... Um, and I don't think it was a great game, but Blade, and I think it was Blade oh, 2, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blade Trinity. I think you've had this one before, of, no, 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 one of the game. most unique and interesting fight systems I've ever seen in a game because all the controls and attacks were controlled with the like right thumbstick. The right, yeah. Um, so, like, you could be surrounded by bad guys, and the bad guys unlike most other games, didn't take turns attacking you. They'd all attack you at once from all different angles. And you literally would have to go like, you know, like whoever you were facing front punch. And then you do like a elbow to the back and like an elbow to the side and throw something to the other side. Like it was a really unique kind of uh, combat system that I haven't really seen since the game wasn't fantastic, but I always, that always sticks out for me for like licensed games that at least did something kind of neat that, whether it's it's been integrated into other games or just kind of like dropped and forgotten, but like that one just always stands out for me. Wow, I I'm never I don't even know where you could play that these days. It's less it's I'm, lost of time. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one, and I don't know which one, but one of the Lord of the Rings games, either Return of the King. Oh, the movie based on the movies. One, yes, and it was like a yes. co-op, oh, kind yeah. of like a, a beat 'em up in a way, more like like a <laughs> 3D exploring adventure type thing. That was really good. That was really good, too. Yeah, and those are largely hard to play because they were on the original Xbox, and I have mm-hmm. on the 360, only some mm-hmm. of those games were actually backwards compatible on the 360. So I, I think the two towers is, but not the rest of the games. And those are great because you could swap between Legolas or Gimli uh, mm-hmm. or Aragorn, which was just fantastic, yeah. Which brings me to bring this in, updated to um, Shadow of Mortar. I love that game. I love Shadow of War. Mm-hmm. I thought that was yeah. a great way update, new storyline. The license survived, and obviously we're getting the Gollum game, which I've heard it looks like hot trash. I've heard bad things <laughs> about that because if you want to play as anybody, Gollum, not so much. Mm-hmm. But I want to call it for my friend Charlie Carden, Star Trek Voyager, my least one of my least favorite Voyager like Star Trek shows. They had a kick-ass game, Voyager Elite Force. It was a first-person 
Star Trek game was great. It was awesome. I don't know how it got to be that good, but it's such a weird feeling. Like I feel betrayed, like betraying myself, something I absolutely don't like, but a game I like to play. (laughs) So (laughs) I have that in my back window Um, with that. Another one was Simpsons hit and run. The Simpsons has Mm, a bad history of licensed games, but I would love that game to come back because it really nailed that Grand Theft Auto with the Simpsons sense of humor. Really, Mm. really good. Yeah, that'd be a good one. When when you said Simpsons Arcade, actually, I was thinking about that game and like, forget Simpsons Arcade. I want Hit and Run to come back. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it when because especially with Disney behind them and they could get somebody to revamp a lot of those franchises and bring them out. I mean, um, and, and another game, a, a franchise I love is the Evil Dead. Um, yep. their most recent game, Evil Dead, the game, which is more like a, I tried it wasn't for me because it wasn't really a solo game. It was really one of those like four players, like the Friday the 13th type game, mm-hmm. but the, the care and love they gave to the characters, the franchise, the different, um, actors. And that's what I love is when they capture that feeling of it and it makes you feel like you're playing as the characters you love. Um, and I, I think that's fantastic. I mean, mm-hmm. um, and, and we've had it a couple of other games, like The Walking Dead, that game by Telltale. I mean, talk about taking a license, doing something, bringing back adventure games and decisions. Mm-hmm. And it, it really, really, really played it out. So um, with that, um, as we think about, like, you know, I mean, there haven't been many stinkers lately when it comes to licenses. We've got a lot of, and especially when I think about like these like Melee-like games, like the Smash Bro clones, we've had Mm -hmm. the Nickelodeon one, which I know is a rough start, but apparently they've finally added in voice acting, which I found so very odd. You don't have voice acting in your game with these characters. And then we have Multiverses, which I played a beta of, and I think, Mark, you played as well. I did, yeah. And and I tell you, it's really awesome to see them care for the characters, but making them in a way that's up to date and modern and bring them to life and bringing mm-hmm. new fans. Multiverses is going to make or break based on how they manage microtransactions. Because that's like, if it's oh, going to be like, right. all right, here's three characters and buy the rest. Like now they have to yeah. find a way to make the game good and, and get, and get that money. Um, I, I actually wanted to go real quick back to uh, you were mentioning some games uh, and you talked about uh, evil dead, uh, the new one, but Evil Dead on the Dreamcast. Hello. Have you guys played Evil Dead? Which one Evil was Dead? it? No. Which uh, one was it? There's a couple. I own a couple of these, those old games. Dreamcast. Boomstick? I'm looking it up right now. Hail to the King. Um, it was okay. on PlayStation as well. Fistful of Boomstick, I think, was the other game that, that came out. That one I didn't play. I, I'm talking. I'm, yeah, I'm just talking about the Hail to the King. That one was a Is that ton with the little of- dummy? Or no, I can't remember. I just remember the game itself. Um, and there was another one you were just mentioning, and it came to my head, and now I lost it. What was the other game you mentioned? Uh, Evil Dead. After Evil Dead? Uh, Hail. Oh, ooh. It's the ADHD. I've said a lot. It's okay. It, it'll come to me. But yeah, there was, um, yeah. That one, Hail to the King, that was a lot of fun, too. Um, yeah, Fistful of Boomstick, Hail to the King. There was a couple others, too. I looked those up because I'm a big fan. Um, Mark, as I look to you, um, because, I mean, quite honestly, we could talk about um, some of the games that you love, including Star Wars, a franchise you love. 
it's the essence yeah. of licensing. George liked merchandising things. Um, but I mean, there's been so many great games more to come. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, is there any old game except for Yoda Chronicles that you really want to talk about where it elevated the franchise license? Um, I mean, the the Super Nintendo games were were tough, but but good for the time. Uh, you know, Super Star Wars was was balls to the walls tough, but uh, Return of the Jedi Empire, like good games. The Rogue games, Rogue Squadron. Um, you know that like even even back to like. X-Wing, TIE Fighter, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, like those kind of like Star Wars has had some great licensed games that either tied into the movie or were adjacent to like different properties and that kind of stuff. Um, Star Wars has been, I, I, I like to think more hits than misses as far as licensed, uh, licensed games and stuff. Shadow of the Empire. Shadow of the Empire, 100%. Yeah. Jedi. Like, uh, Shadow of the Empire. Yeah. It's funny though because like I this games like that was a good time for us as gamers because games like Shadow of the Empire coming out now would probably be mm. ripped apart as no good like Jedi mm. Academy things like that but back then it was just like looks cool I'm going to play it it's yep. either this okay, or right. no Star Wars what would you like <laughs> yep. yeah. Rogue Squadron Rogue Squadron games were mm-hmm. so good I would yep. love to see those come back in any fashion, whether it's just a straight, just port the games and just drop them or remaster, remake, just whatever. Throw it on it's like it's people so think good. that we want remasters. I don't want a freaking remaster, man. Just give me an no. easy way to play the game. Like if not, yes. then I will find a ROM to do it. I will. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Cause shadows of the empire is on PC right now. I mean, it, you oh, can it get that oh. game, but you can buy it. Oh yeah. There's a ton of star Wars games. You can just buy on PC because they're still out there. They were ported to it, which is great. And it just seems like, them to switch it would be very easy to do as they've done and they've enhanced some of those which is great because mm-hmm. we're getting kotor 2 and, and and which is great but some are kind of missing um i did want to call out um the reason i actually bought my original xbox was because i was a huge fan of buffy the vampire slayer and that was an xbox exclusive I buffy the vampire slayer a really great game they made a sequel that was not as good but still they got the voice talent captured the series and especially franchises that are dead having a game and keeping that hope alive that you're actually going to get to play a game and keeping it alive is fantastic uh we get a lot of comic books that are adapted that way but you know a video game of uh, uh, being able to play as the characters you read about is really fun i remember the yeah. game i remember the game that i was trying to remember you mentioned walking dead telltale mm-hmm. now like again, the word licenses. I I I like to think of license when it's re- directly connected to something, and this is not. But the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners on Oculus no, is. I have to play that. Yeah, it is probably one of the most legit zombie experiences, and I'm tired of the zombie game. But this is like the most legit zombie experience you will have in a game i'm talking about it's it's true survival the zombies are slow when you stab them you have to really do this to really feel it and then you got to yank it out um you know you have stuff in your backpack and you got to lean over to grab it you nice that is if you like walking dead you like zombie games that is as zombie as it gets you will never right now i've never played a game that is more zombie apocalypse than this that's on sale right now too. I don't know how long the sale lasts. So by the time people are listening to it, don't know if it'll still be on sale. It'll be but, on uh, sale again. I'm sure. Week. Yeah. It'll, oh, yeah. It'll come back around. You get your uh, Xbox or you get your uh, Oculus coupons or whatever, Mark, right? Yeah. I always yeah. tell you, Hey, this is on sale, Mark. Check it out. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh, very cool. Well, I'm going to talk about, you know, what's coming up, and you can tell me your interest level of these licensed games. Um, So what we've got coming up is very interesting. Marvel's Midnight Suns is coming out in October. Uh, This is by uh, the folks that made XCOM with cards. Mark and I are kind of like iffy on either of those experiences, but it looks cool. But I may have to watch out like a video walkthrough maybe, and that should be sufficient. I'm so excited yeah, I need game, to see I need not. to see a gameplay on that too. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't shown actually I mean they gave some examples of it, but I don't know if I would actually enjoy the experience, to be off uh to be honest. Then we've got Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora. I remember trying the original Avatar game, didn't really care for it. It was an Ubisoft game. Um, I'm not sure what they haven't shown anything of this game since they showed like the trailer. And this movie's coming out like in five months. Mm-hmm. So right. is this coming out in release with the movie? Is it after? That doesn't seem like it bodes well <laughs> for a big game, right? Unless they're worried about spoilers. I don't this know. Be our, our first movie tie-in in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, really. It'd be cool. Like right? exploring that world. Like I don't know if you guys have seen like Avatar Land in Disney World or whatever, like no. in, in, in Animal Kingdom, but like the world is really neat, especially at night. Oh, yeah. Everything's glowing and all that kind of stuff. Like if they do a game where you can just kind of even just enjoy Pandora or enjoy that world underwater above whatever, like I think it could be really cool just as an experience to see what that planet's like. Like I hope the gameplay gets out of the way of experiencing what Pandora is like is mm-hmm. if that kind of makes sense to you guys. Cause yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about midnight suns and that's one that I want to see what the story's like, but like the gameplay is just kind of like getting in the way of like card plus turn base. Just like stop turning me off. Just let me play. Like <laughs> just make this captain America and the Avengers where I can play as the midnight suns and beat the hell out of some demons and just like whatever, right. Like, just give me a cool story. So, um, yeah, I hope I hope they don't get too up in their head about Avatar and that world. I just kind of want to live in Pandora for a bit. Yeah, make it a side story or something that's not tied to the <laughs> plot and just have a good time. And uh, then you don't have to worry about whether the movie was failed or succeeded. You just created a cool game that happened to be in that world. Because there's got to be more mm-hmm. than one story to tell in Pandora, right? You'd think so. Yeah, so we go from there. We've got uh, Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. This is Rocksteady's new game coming in 2023. We also have Gotham Knights coming in 2022. So I'm excited for Gotham Knights. Um, that'll be my fall game probably. And it's different because it's going to be a co-op and, and you get to play as different characters. Batman will show up, folks. Don't believe he's dead. Um, he's then we've dead. Got, he's, not, he's not coming You back. think he's dead? Oh, yeah, man, they're tired of they, they they have to make it different. I I think they'll I think that'll keep the story. I don't I don't see them. I think they can stick with them being dead. Okay. I think that'll be like a end credit stinger of like maybe Bruce is just captured in stasis by the Court of Owls or something like that. Exactly. He's gone off and made a hemp farm. We don't know. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> then we've got the Indiana Jones game, which we've seen nothing about. We've seen uh, one picture of Harrison Ford. And then we've got this teaser. Um, it's one of my favorite studios who made the Wolfenstein games. Um, I don't know if it's tied to a movie. I don't know if it's just a standalone adventure. We don't know if it's actually in this game. You do? Okay. I think it's going to be standalone, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think, again, I said it uh, an episode or two ago that I, I'd like to see them kind of go, this is 
its own. This is like the Guardians of the Galaxy game was to like those movies. Like, yeah, characters are kind of the same or similar, but like this is our own spin on it. It's not Harrison Ford. This is our Indiana Jones. And it's, you know, similar but different. Uh, then we've got Hogwarts Legacy, which I am excited about this. I know the franchise has is kind of a rough mess because of its creator, but the fact is a lot of people still are passionate about this and they love it besides the creator. And the fact that mm-hmm. you can be a student within Hogwarts and it's not tied to Harry Potty, Potter, Harry Potty, Harry Potter and the boy, <laughs> and just you're having your own adventure and you're becoming a student. I think that's what everybody's always wanted to be. And this could be great. I saw the trailer, the the PlayStation thing for it, and I thought, man, I'm in. Hufflepuff, hell yeah! The combat looks really good, like way better than what they did in the movies. Like the movies, basically, it was just like either disarm or kill shot. Like that was they they really it was boring. So this looks entertaining. Um, then we've got the Project 007 game by the uh, a Hitman uh, developer. That could be very cool. We haven't had a game like that in some time with 007, and it's probably not going to be tied to actually a movie, which could be very cool and a good, mm-hmm. good way to advance that series. And that is it, as far as I know. Um, but lastly, as we talked about the games that are coming, is there any franchise or license you want to see that you feel like is being not presented to you as a franchise lover? Mm, ah, that's a tough one i want to say this one kind of sucks but i want to say power rangers because we haven't gotten a good power rangers game in so long i mean we have a good fighting game but uh, i can't like there was um there was a concept a while ago for a new power rangers game never happened but it was just open world and the concept designs were out and like there could be something a little bit more robust more like arkham and all that kind of stuff um as much as Turtles is, is fun in 2D, you would like to see, you know, there be a proper 3D one as well. Other than that, franchise-wise, I'd like to see some more obscure anime get a second chance. Because there's been some games that have gotten chances way back and they were either only in Japan or they just never made it out. Love a Cowboy Bebop game and love mm. an Akira game. Very cool. Very cool. Mark? I want some more varied Star Wars stuff. Uh, my, my little dude's up and crying right now, so I got to be quick because he's uh, my, my wife has him upstairs, but he's he's loud. But uh, varied Star Wars, like we've we've got Fallen Order, but like give me something with bounty hunters and yes. explore more of that galaxy. Less Jedi, more outside of everything else. Everything else, yeah. What about you, Todd? Def- definitely. Uh, very quickly, Farscape. It's one of my favorite sci-fi series of all time. Uh, mm-hmm. Mark will be back. Uh, he's checking his little one. Uh, I just think that that it, it literally was under the radar at a time where um, there wasn't a lot of people watching sci-fi. So I just think it was a series that I think a lot of people missed. And I think it really was a great sci-fi series. So I think there's a lot you could do. I think there was one game on it and it wasn't very good. Uh, another would be going back to Buffy. I know that franchise is in a rough state because of the creator, but I think mm-hmm. you could really do something fun with it in this modern time. Um, and and then Game of Thrones. I don't think Game of Thrones has had a good game. And I love Dude, I that franchise's world. They had the one Xbox one, which my friend and I had high hopes for, which was basically kind of like a cheap Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you ever played it. I never played it, but it looked like it had promise. And then we have, obviously, 
a bunch of other games, but they follow the story exactly. So it's like, it's no fun. Yeah, there was a Telltale that was okay. And there was a game yeah, called Reigns. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Reigns series. Yeah. Where it's I've like a, a, a series of choices. And it's very mm-hmm. much like a, you make decisions and it's really not very interactive. It's just very no. much. But I think they could do something very cool with a mythology or magic or follow a path that could be very, very cool in the Dragon Age mm-hmm. mode, like you talked about with like, or Witcher, where you're taking decisions, you know, gray there's no white black and white there's gray and and i think there's a lot that could be done but you know yeah who knows wbd games i don't think anybody has got i mean that's who owns it and they could do some cool stuff with it yeah i, I well, agree yeah I, I so this has been a lot of fun so yeah uh john uh, it's been a pleasure and Thanks we talked about me. comics before you came on the show so i think mm-hmm. that might be a special thing when we you know hopefully can bring you back on for for secret friends unite talks about the world of nerd and other areas outside of video games that would be fantastic but before we go tell us uh where people can find your stuff and, and just anything else about you in the world of the interwebs yeah, everyone get a pen and paper. Uh, so yeah, follow me on Twitter at Jonas Bernardo. I am random. I tweet a lot of random shit. But the most important thing that I do is a little show called Comics on the Spot. This is a mirrored version, but this is Comics on the Spot. Um, and we are a podcast that creates improvised comics. I am with two amazing uh, indie comic writers slash artists, one Sam Owen and one Darren Vogt. Um, and yeah, basically what we do every episode is we randomly generate a sentence um, and we take that sentence and we make a short story out of it. And then at once we kind of get like the general idea down, um, whoever we have, either we have a guest or just those guys do it and they'll write and create a three between a one to three page comic. Uh, and we put it on our website, comicsonthepod.com, for um, for everyone to read for completely free. Uh, we wrapped up our first season with some with some fun stuff. Uh, for any Turtle fans out there, you'd be happy to know that we actually had a bonus episode with Kevin Eastman where we designed characters with him. Yeah, that's right. Holy shit. Um, wow. So we, we kind of went off of the whole, uh, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, how you have, you know, four adjectives or uh, whatever – nouns verbs and all that stuff you have that all all together uh but with him we we tried to come up with something else so we came up with angry half pipe zombie wizards uh i'm gonna (laughs) drop it in there in the chat for you to go see what it looks like uh but yeah so we we came up we we kind of pitched him these ideas and this is he liked a little bit of every idea so we ended up pitching him um that we we end up coming up with that and then darren vote designed it and uh and then that was it but uh, yeah, it's it's so much fun. I've done a lot of podcasts, a lot started a lot of shows in my life, and this has been the most rewarding and most fun. And I'm very honored to be with those guys. So yes, please, if you want to check anything out for me, please go check out Comics on the Spot, and that's on all podcast services. Um, go to comicsonthepod.com because some jerk took spot. Um, and same thing with our social networks is at Comics on the Pod. And yeah, season two will be coming soon and it's it's going to be bigger and better than ever. Oh, that's phenomenal. We do a segment on our show on See Your Friends Unite where we do, it's called Tata Show, which is where I was famous for like being given like a premise and I just mm-hmm. draw it out. So I think, John, you'd have a blast with it where we basically uh, assign certain things and you have to come up with a premise and a storyline. Um, I think you'd have a great time with that. Um, so awesome. we, we will definitely be in touch, but yeah, folks, 
uh, what John and I were talking about comics earlier before you came on the show, John is big into indie comics. So if you want some recommendations as well, oh, yeah. he definitely can fill you in uh, of all the cool stuff that he's uh, reading in the world of nerd because, you know, it's not all capes and cowls. It can nope. also be really cool uh, manga. It can be independent books, future science fiction, past, whatever, and present. So check out John's stuff. It's been a blast, John, for you being on. So, Mark, I was about to give all your credits away, but go ahead and do it yourself. <laughs> I'm going to sign you off. You can find me everywhere at the underscore Canardian. Um, you can find me on Xbox and Switch. It's just Canardian. So find us in the Discord. Let's play some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Let's play some Fall Guys. Sorry, I had to take off there, guys. But, uh, you know, dad shit happens. Yeah. Well, you know what? For all your baby tips follow Mark as well. Um, and also John, cause they've got young children. I don't, I'm a 16 year old, so he rarely needs me. Um, and I just have to be sure in the house and going to sleep. Uh, <laughs> so if you want to follow me, I'm at T Oxtra on Twitter. And if you want to game with me, uh, you can follow me at Sparty on 98 on Xbox and switch and Sparty on 1998 on PSN. And by all means, folks, Follow our uh, YouTube page. So this podcast goes up there. You get to see our shining faces, our backgrounds, all the cool stuff we show off on the show. And we'd love you to subscribe so we can get our custom URL. So that is it. So thank you for the journey you had tonight. So with that, I say thank you, John. Thank you, Mark. Remember, thank you folks, guys. it's always better to game together. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit SecretFriendsUnite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at SecretFriendsU on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.